Welcome to Movie Bomb, a podcast where two comedians discuss the greatest movies never made. Never made? What's your malfunction, Rico? Each week, we pick a genre, actor, or director and ponder the movies that could have been, like Bruce Willis's The Princess Diaries or Anne Hathaway's Die Hard. For regular updates, join our Facebook group, Movie Bond Collective. Or follow us on Twitter. Or don't. We're not your mothers. Okay, uh, welcome to episode 23 of Movie Bond. 23 episodes? <laughs> That's crazy. Two, two, two Muppets talking about movies. I'm genuinely going to Google that now because I'm not even confident. It, no, it is. We've done that many. Definitely, yeah. Episode 22, Homophobic Sewer Pigs, um, was, was, yeah, was the last one. This is episode 23. Uh, yeah, and obviously last week we were doing animal horror, but this week we're doing an episode all about puppets. Yes, you heard right. Puppets. Also, I should probably say at the top of this, I've invested in a new computer uh, this week, so we're recording on new equipment. Uh, so if, if it sounds different, uh, I mean, I was about to say I, I apologise, but may, maybe it sounds better. Didn't you spend a lot of money on this bad boy? I mean, this should be top range. This should be a killer. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, you know, I might need to twiddle with a few things, play with the equaliser. Um, oh, well, can you do that in your bedroom, please? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all admin. Let's get into uh, into the episode. Uh, wh- what have we watched this week? Well, yeah, we've uh, it's a weird one. We've delved into the world of puppetry. Um, puppets, like films uh, based around puppets, involving puppets. Well, I suppose this has all come about because of The Dark Crystal, uh, which has been... Uh, Released well, obviously, uh, the original Dark Crystal uh, was released back in the nineties. Eighty two. Eighty two. Wow, was it? No, no, you are birth? right because we we I remember looking this up when uh, when we were watching it, uh, and and that's pretty staggering. Um, but also, they've just uh, released uh, the TV show, uh, the Dark Crystal, the Age of Resistance. Yes. And um, it, I, I haven't watched it all yet, so there are some... I have. Yes, well, so... And I know a lot of people listening here won't have watched it all yet because it is an epic programme, and I, I've found it... Uh, well, you know, I didn't really want to binge it. Like, the first episode felt like another Dark Crystal movie in itself. Yeah. So uh, I'm on two or three, uh, so I'm waiting it out. So don't give away any spoilers, but I was really impressed. Like, throughout it, I was just saying, like, what, this is new Dark Crystal to myself. It was just like, <laughs> wow, this is what is it? I couldn't believe I was sort of watching uh, Skeksis and the Gelflings and stuff and characters again uh, doing doing their thing. It was amazing. I think, uh, having seen it all, I, I really do think it's absolutely amazing. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Some of the best fantasy that I've seen in like forever. Um, it, I really sort of believe in the characters and that, that, that there's real emotion there and. Um, I don't know, I feel like a lot of fantasy just sort of turns into sex, sex and dragons these days very quickly. Yeah. Um, whereas this has got some genuine heart in it. We watched the original film recently, didn't we? We did. Um, 
and yeah, and he's just going back into that world, um, just watching the original. It's so great. Instantly, you're just like, this is so magical. And just the puppetry, because anything, I mean, when I was a kid, anything to do with Jim Henson, Henson Studios, uh, I was in. Uh, I was a huge <laughs> fan of the Muppets growing up. I mean, the Muppets were always, uh, well, they, they found their place more English humor and England, really. Yeah. Um, and it was a show that we watched all the time, and I just became sort of obsessed with anything Henson did. He was just a, a hero of mine. This this was a was a great Dark Crystal was a was a favorite when I was a kid. I think it's really interesting because if you like Google, you know, puppet films or best puppet films, ninety percent of them are Henson creations. Yeah, because he just he ruled the world. He was king of the puppets. <laughs> um, no, I remember the original from my childhood as well. It was it was a strong favorite. I remember it re- really terrifying me, particularly like the the big beetle creatures. Yes. Um, in fact, we should we should probably explain. Uh, the Dark Crystal to those who were probably unaware of it or never saw it as a child. Well, it's big now. Surely people know about it, but... Yeah, but you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so... Well, go for it. Well, I suppose uh, it sort of starts with the there are these creatures called the Skeksis, Ooh. who are basically sort of like Tories in puppet form. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they're, they're all evil. And basically, um, they're, they're sort of draining the life from like the, this crystal. Um, and the reason that they have like this crystal and this life force is basically um, at the behest of uh, a race of creatures called the Gelflings, uh, who were sort of basically like genocide so that the uh, the Skeksis could uh, live forever. Yeah. Um, but there is a single Gelfling left and he's sort of like given the mission of like like restoring order to the world and bringing back the Gelfling people. But there's the mystics, the other the, the, the other people. Yes, of course. Um, now, I haven't had any introduction to them in the series yet, at which point I am at. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the deal is with that. But um, the series is a prequel to uh the original film yeah uh so it is exploring the world of the gelflings more it's probably worth noting as well that the like the tv series doesn't link up with the start of the film yeah you know like, i mean there is room to actually go and do another series which by the looks of it is what they plan to do or at least uh a f- another feature length yeah yeah they could easily, mm. I guess. Um, but I'd like to see them do something, I don't know, something original and new maybe, but, um, you know, different, a different kind yeah, of... they've got to finish off this story. Well, they really course. do. Of course, of course. Um, and it looks like, uh, you know, like a, an epic um, story like the original was, but this just drawn out more. As I say, the first episode felt like a movie. Um, it, it, yeah, I just... I love all the, the, the all the detail, and um, obviously they can make it look more lush with CGI in the new series, but they don't overdo it or anything. They just no, not at all. I mean, it it really is like genuinely beautiful, and it's it's kind of charming just knowing that every inch has been sort of laboured over. It, it gives me a real love for the piece, knowing that the piece has been loved by by hands. Uh, you know, it's a real handcrafted film. And great, series. yeah, and great voiceover cast. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you've got Simon Pegg in there doing the Chamberlain voice, mm-hmm. which was already 
done in the original. So he's one of the ones that are sort of taking over a voice yeah. and doing it, you know, himself. Um, and he does that really well. The guy, you know, you know the one. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, there's just loads of great uh, actors. Well, you've got you know. Jason Isaacs and Bill Hader and Benedict Wong. Yeah, Taron. Uh, what's his? Taron Egerton. Yeah, and Mark Hamill. Um, all, mm. all, all the, all, all the others. Mark Strong. All the other Marks. Um, so, uh, and the original was done by Henson and Frank Oz, and it's hard to sort of jump into it must be sort of hard to jump into that knowing that it was so sort of loved by a cult fan base and those people uh, were so loved yeah no totally but the story does feel very organically expanded upon like it it doesn't feel like it's um you know it's stolen a, a dead person's property and done wrong with it like it 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 really does feel like a, i mean I, in fact, I haven't actually seen the um, the making of documentary, uh, w- which there is on Netflix yet, uh, yeah. which I'm I'd be really really interested in. And um, you've got lots of connections of the original. It's obviously, you know the Hensons. You've got Brian Henson there. You've got um, Frouds, I think the, the family that did all the um, lots of the design on it and stuff. And um, I believe the I think the baby actor who was in Labyrinth. Um, maybe went on to work on special effects as well, um, and on the practical effects and puppetry. So yeah, it's it's just I think they've 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 really made it with love, and it's uh, taken a while, but for a reason. Yeah, totally. Um, but I I think what I love about the Dark Crystal is that it isn't just a great puppet film. It's I think one of the great fantasy films. Yeah. Um. What about Labyrinth? Because obviously those two were always like, you know, Dark Crystal, Labyrinth. Some people love Labyrinth, but can't really be, aren't really down with Dark Crystal because it's a bit more serious fantasy. I think when I was much younger, I much preferred the Labyrinth. But as I've grown older, I've seen the Labyrinth a lot now. um, And I think if tomorrow you told me I could watch either the Labyrinth or the Dark Crystal, I think I would want to watch Dark Crystal again. Yeah, I think... um, Labyrinth's more comical, Labyrinth's a bit sillier, and uh, it's a bit more like a fairy tale. Um, and, yeah, there's great characters in it. Um, and David Bowie, of course. Um, <laughs> I think it was originally planned to be um, Michael Jackson. It was going to be tailor-made, that film, for Michael Jackson. Um, but that didn't work out in the end, and then it was, and then they looked for someone else, and David Bowie came in and wrote the music, and well, maybe made, Michael Jackson was too busy stealing real children. Yes, um, I believe. You know, he is, a bit of a yeah. schedule clash. <laughs> I believe he is known for that. Uh, um, <laughs> apparently, there was a documentary. I don't know if uh, there were any Muppets or puppets involved. Were any Muppets uh, questioned in the trial? Because, <laughs> I mean, he knew them. <laughs> They weren't strangers to a hand inside them, you know. Like yeah, you, you can't, yeah. you can't trust the testimony of a muppet. No, I mean, I'm not saying any They're of them. Slags. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying any. <laughs> they were of them asking mu- for it. I've I gone mean, dead right wing this week. <laughs> you really have. You with those headphones, you're like a sort I think of Boris <laughs> is all right, you know. <laughs> right wing uh, DJ. Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> uh, Brexit, the puppet show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching that on BBC News yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, muppets. Yeah, so uh, Labyrinth is uh, great music, great film, mm-hmm. uh, great adventure. Um, yeah, 
So the, 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 those two like were always there. Right? Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. And yeah, just, and I think Time Bandits is a, is yeah is around there as well. It's good. Um, but there was lots of um, when you're talking about puppetry, there was a lot of uh, great puppet practical effects stuff like um, Little Shop of Horrors, uh, Audrey Two, the big flower that you know eats people and shit. It's uh, that was wonderful. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Now we were talking about this. Like now, is that isn't that just people in suits? Yeah, but um, the there's there's a lot of puppetry in shots, right? Um, and uh, the animatronics on the face, uh, on the faces, obviously, it was all like remote control. But then they there's a lot of puppetry in that film. In I the love the original one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even the third one where they go to Japan. Oh, that's good. Um, and secretly uses a bit dodgy, but um, Bebop and Rocksteady are done really well. <laughs> um, but the first one, yeah, is uh, weird and dark and good. Not weird and dark and bad like in the way sort of Super Mario Brothers is. <laughs> weird and dark, but kind of good and it gets away with it. There's obviously stop motion as well. I mean, parts of that can be considered puppetry. Totally. Um, model stuff. Um, stuff like, I don't know if you, you haven't seen Charlie Kaufman's Animalisa, no. um, which is a great film. It's weird. But that is sort of like the old school modeling, um, probably like sort of metal wire frames. And I don't know with that one. It, it, I'm not exactly sure, that, but they look like sort of movable models. Like, like Mary and Max, would that be the same sort of thing? Yeah. I mean, that's sort of animation. Uh, you think of like plasticine animation. Obviously, they don't use like oh, clay or whatever they use. <laughs> um, and, and stuff like Aardman, um, yeah, which I like love. Nick Park stuff. Yes, Wallace and Gromit. Um, and obviously, the films they did, uh, The Pirates, Adventure with Scientists, is a great film. Um, Early Man's quite good. Uh, Chicken Run, obviously. But also, the work of Tim Burton. A lot of that, stop, stop motion. Yes, Henry I- Selleck. Yes, he yeah, worked yeah. with Burton. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas was him and Coraline and stuff. Um, oh. But uh, there's um, the people, I think it's like her or something, that made like Kubo and the Two Strings. Have you seen that? Yes, I absolutely love that. Box Trolls um, and uh, Paranorman, I think they did. But the movies we've seen this week, uh, we, we've tried to sort of like stay true to the puppet format. We've really tried to. Uh, you know, we're not we've not drifted into stop motion because I think that's another episode in itself. It is, it is, because um, the, the, there's so much um, scope with all these different styles. Um, you've got to devote an episode. So, like uh, this one, obviously, you know, obviously we talked about Dark Crystal, so uh, and it's just been released, so we're, we're we're going in on that. But they're like the classic puppet movies. But the other puppet movies we watched were um, sort of about the puppets themselves in a way we watched the happy time murders uh, for this week's episode um and i really enjoyed this film plot of the movie is that it's humans living alongside uh, puppets and uh, they generally sort of don't get along and uh the detective character is a puppet who becomes the first puppet to be a cop yeah yeah cops, you know what i mean um uh, and it's sort of like playing on those sort of uh loose sort of racial stereotypes exactly it's it's quite um close to um but not as on the nose as bright which has come out recently um and carnival row which has just come out on prime and that was very much like the 80s movie alienation which is a cop and an alien yeah so yeah that's why i'm getting at i mean it's it's two worlds colliding into one uh one world that we're meant to believe that uh you know 
people can coexist with puppets. Do you think we could? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm up for living with puppets. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Are you not? Would you, would you not be It'd happy be... living with a puppet? Well, I mean, it depends if I'm living with, say, a specific Muppet, um, like... Oscar the Grouch, <laughs> no. or uh, like you know, yeah, maybe Bert and Ernie. They live together. Maybe I move in with them. They've got a spare room. But don't you think like uh, it's it's unlikely for you to move into a cast member of Sesame Street because I mean like they're they're dead successful cast members of Sesame Street. I mean like they've they've got penthouses in New York. Do you know what I mean? Like I like I feel like like our level of puppet like if we had a puppet that could could live and stay on our sofa like i don't think he'd be a, a nice guy i don't know what um sure. would or maybe i'm just being prejudiced about puppets you probably are like in happy time murders um <laughs> i don't know uh realtor realtor prices within sesame street i don't know how uh in demand to live on sesame street it would be i mean it doesn't look that does it look that? I mean, it's gentrification now, I guess. I mean, I've always assumed that the like Sesame Street is actually just a, a movie set, but then like the Muppets themselves, they go home to their apartments in New York, or like they go to the the bars of New York. In fact, maybe that that's a movie that I would like to see them just put the Muppets on their downtime. Well, they did a TV show um, more recently. Uh, I think it was on Sky Atlantic or whatever. Um, and that was very much like 30 Rock. It was a bit too similar to 30 Rock, actually. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Uh, I, I'll watch anything with the Muppets. They've done a lot of movies. I always like the Muppets when they are themselves, um, if you know what I mean. Like they, There's films like um, Christmas Carol or Treasure Island where they kind of put themselves into a well-known story. Yeah. But uh, when they're doing the sort of backstage, we are the Muppets thing, shtick. Uh, I always, I always love that. Like in the show, there's loads of great clips from it. Like uh, what ones that uh, really stick out from, from my memory. I remember. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the, the Muppet sketch of uh, the Nine Inch Snails. Yes, I have. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> basically just like uh, a parody of Trent Reznor from the Nine Inch Nails' work, and uh, it's just really funny. Hey, we're the Nine Inch Snails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can see it. <laughs> um, I think that was from the later uh, Muppets Tonight series in the yes. 90s. Yes, yeah, you're right, yeah. Uh, and there was loads of great celebrities in that. There's a Great Prince episode. Um, and yeah, so anyway, Happy Time Murders, let's get back to that, yeah, yeah. is the sort of darker end of a, a, a Muppet-like world, but um, with crime, murder, pornography, all that grim kind of stuff that you find in a detective drama. Right? Yeah, but it's you know it, it's really really funny. I mean, now what we should we should probably say at this point, like like we think it's really really funny. But I, I, as I understand it, this movie got a lot of hatred when it came out, and a lot of people think it's fucking dog shit. Yeah. I think it's just a you know a perfectly adequate comedy movie. Yeah, it was critically mauled, um, and audiences hated it. But uh, yeah, like with modern comedies now, it was as funnier, funnier than most modern comedies. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, modern comedy movies are bad grandpa. <laughs> like, I don't see how this is any worse than, uh, than, than most stuff that's being put out right now. Yeah. But yeah, and, and it's a solid detective 
sort of uh, comedy and a buddy comedy with Melissa McCarthy, and yep. she sort of produced it. And there's a lot of people that you will see in her other movies in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Maya Rudolph, um, her husband pops up at one point. Um, well, know, I'm pretty sure they, they they worked on it together. It's it's like it's their baby, pretty much. Yeah, um, the little weird puppet baby, and it is a, a, a I don't know. It's I think some people were weirded out a bit by it because it is sort of. Uh, but I say you know people liked. It is quite like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but it is for a mm-hmm. um, more adult audience, obviously. I think there's really fun elements in it. Like, I love that when the Muppets get shot, that they just sort of, like, sort of explode into feathers. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, uh, there's uh, an interesting sex scene as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> much like in uh, another great puppet comedy team um, america yeah well please um everyone knows that obviously and then the, the sex scene in that is mad uh so i suppose they thought well we've got a we've got another sort of r-rated puppet film on our hands we better have a weird sex scene i thought it was quite strange that there wasn't more puppet stuff released after team america because like that was wildly popular yes um, I'm surprised we didn't see any other cheap knockoffs, but I suppose it's just expensive and laborious to make. There is a British one which sort of disappeared. It's, I don't even know the title for it. I can't even remember the title. So if anyone can remember it, um, please message us. It's called like Bootstrap, something to do with Bootstraps. I couldn't find it on the internet because I couldn't remember the name. And that's the internet. You've heard of that. Yeah, you're right. They should have done, but I guess because it takes so long to they take so long to film these these films. They take years to make. Yeah, yeah. Um, much like Ardman and the artistry behind that. You know, just this is a Happy Time Murders is a silly, stupid film, but there's a lot of artistry behind it. There's a lot of you see, you know, after it, there's a they they show you bits behind the scenes and stuff, and I love that. When you, you know, and there's bits of green screen and 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 bits of just cool like fun puppetry and outtakes it's great well the thing is with all all of these puppets is like you can't exactly um these puppets tend to be made specifically for these movies or for these tv shows um you know you can't like it's very difficult to reuse puppets it's not like a it's not like using an actor an actor can can walk off set and go on to another set and film another film but these puppets are made specifically for these productions and that that's that must be so costly well, yeah, um, and there were so many. I mean, there were so many different kinds of muppets, and in this is great because it just mirrors that. There's so many different kinds of puppets, and 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 the bits when you see the puppets and uh, humans, sort of like interspecies, whatever. <sighs> puppets are species. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great bit when you see a little guy walking down the road with a human lady, and it just looks, yeah. Funny, but maybe one day we will be ready to accept uh, puppets and humans being together. And now let's move on to the final movie that we watched this uh, week, which we've just finished watching before recording this. Uh, it is, of course, the movie Strings. Yes, this is a weird one. Again, this is sort of using its artistry um, to tell a story in a way. It's a world of, of, of wooden marionette puppets, mm-hmm. um, wooden marionette people that like have strings that go off into the sky and so you know from the gods or whatever so like the puppeteers or whatever you don't see it just these fucking strings in the sky and then it's a, a sort of epic 
Shakespearean-esque war tragic tale. Mm-hmm. What did you think? <sighs> <laughs> Scandinavian took years to make. It, you know, artistry, the artistry. That took years to make. Yes. It felt like it took years to watch. <laughs> it's only a swift 125 minutes. Like, the thing is, right, I, ca- I can't bring myself to say it's a bad film. I can't. I can't at all. Like, I know how much work's gone into it. That is very impressive. And there are parts of it that are undeniably beautiful. Yes. But it, it did not draw me in at all emotionally. Ah, ah. Um, I thought his plot is all over the place and none of it really makes sense. It, it does. It was a classic sort of tale of war. It's about, <laughs> it's about a kingdom, you know, that's crumbling and, 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 and a king that martyrs himself and then uh, a wrongful revenge story. James McAvoy voices this little golden boy and he goes off and like, tries to avenge and it, it, it's all intrigue. The story for me is all over the place. I feel like if this, uh, if they use like this, these puppets and like this artistry and whatever to tell the story of something from Shakespeare or or something that that did really like move and have you know a bit bit better pace, uh, then I, I would be fully on board. But like uh, I I, re- I really struggle to connect with the story on this. I know what you mean. I mean there are. Um there's a great series from my youth called uh, Shakespeare's Animated Tales. And oh, it was okay. loads, of, loads of Shakespeare um, stories told in different animations. And different. Um, and there was some great little puppet model ones. Um, and so this reminded me of them a bit. So I, I liked it in that way. And it really uh, it brought that sort of nostalgia back. And okay, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, when you like humorless maybe i've had this humorless is definitely fair i've had this conversation with a brother as well he had this criticism of it and yes okay i will take that criticism that there's not much humor in it although i did definitely laugh out loud at it (laughs) multiple (laughs) times (laughs) um but it's hard to do humor with those wooden little marionettes things i mean i do think if you're a proper film fan this is definitely something that's worth your time like uh if you really have seen a lot of the films out there and i mean like i've spent years of my life on my sofa just watching for anything um then like definitely give this a go like it, it is it is different it is unique it is creative but fuck me I like creative movies. I went to see a black and white film about... Oh, he uh, won't stop banging on about this. Cornish Fisherman the other day. Seriously, I'm going to hijack this podcast. Go see uh, Bait. It's this incredible black and white British film handcrafted by this guy. Uh, uh, it's it's an amazing film. I loved it. It's one of the best of the year. You did this with uh, Border. That was fantastic as that, well. That was, that was pretty great, to be fair. And you'd like Bait. It's nah. a great film. Just get into it. Watch it, everyone. It's at the cinemas now. Some cinemas. Arty ones. Um, but uh, anyway, back to puppets. Um, strings. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, what wasn't for me, but as I've said, like it, it, like the detail and the artistry is undeniable. Yes. 
all the way through the artistry is just so wonderful and i like the little touches and the little ideas of the mythology of the fantasy with the head strings they've got like a head string and if you cut that head string then you know they're dead and um you know the the their little mythologies about where their strings go to and how everyone's connected and there's you know a beauty in the story about that i it's, think it's very classical isn't it it does yes. feel like like an old oedipus tale Yes. Sort of type thing. Yes, and all that kind of shit, like a Greek myth. But or... less dramatic, le- with less drive and purpose. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. Okay, there's the, there's sort of an internet thing with, like, you can pick any movie yeah, yeah, and turn it into a Muppet movie, but you keep, like, one actor from that movie. Like uh, Muppets Christmas Carol with Michael Caine. And loads of Muppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there are other human actors in that film, but it's that kind of concept of you can choose any movie to replace it with the Muppets, Kermit, Gonzo, all that, all that gang, um, uh, and keep one of the one of the human actors. Um, right. So, what what film do you go for? I think it's The Matrix. Yeah, this, I think this is a popular one. A lot of people say The Matrix. The human character is Agent Smith. Right now, that's interesting. I think I think because everyone goes the Matrix and everyone thinks Neo or blah 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 blah. blah. Or Morpheus. Um, yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Like mm. it, it should be Agent Smith because then it's it's a human, like fighting loads of Muppets. Yeah, and that's really funny. And then surely you've got like Sam the Bald Eagle as Morpheus. Or yeah. Or, also, you've got the added bonus of uh, in the Matrix universe there are multiple Agent Smiths. So right. it's not just one human character, really. It's actually, like, infinite human characters and a few Muppets. Right. Um, I w- I'd like to see Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe keep Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Replace Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne would be played by Kermit the Frog, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Doing the Tim Robbins role. Um... The, you know, I can, I can, I can see Kermit. You know, at the end in the rain, um, by the sewer. You know, like the front cover picture with him, just like in the re- that would be. Great. <laughs> I can see that with Kermit. Um, do, so yeah, that would be good. One. Do Castaway keep Wilson? Yeah, yeah. What? I mean, no humans, just Muppets and a football. Yeah, just sort of Muppets five aside on a beach. <laughs> 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 Um, <laughs> I'd like to see something like uh, Michael Mann's Heat, but with uh, with Muppets. Who would you keep? I think you could, you keep Pacino. Okay, not De Niro. No, I think you keep Pacino. <sighs> yeah, because you know, like like so, like the, the last scene is like him shooting a Muppet dead. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, no, I disagree. I would like Pacino and De Niro to be totally out of it and be replaced by, you know, the two old men Muppets, Statler and Waldorf, <laughs> from the balcony in heat. Uh, and keep Val Kilmer <laughs> as a human. Because <laughs> I'd love to see Val Kilmer messing about with Muppets. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so heat would be a good one. Like a, you mean you want, you want to see a 15-minute bank heist with Muppets? <laughs> um, yes, I do. Um, and what about the horror realm? Um, I mean, Ooh. we're talking about uh, Meet the Feebles was a um, Muppet spoof made by Peter Jackson, his second film, uh, during his big gory horror um, phase. So that's a sort of gory uh, 
fucked up, low budget film. Yeah. I was obsessed with it when I was a kid in school because it was seemed because I was really into the Muppets, and then that seemed like really weird. And it is. It's if you want to see rabbits with like sexual diseases and like lizards shooting up heroin and stuff, then it's the film for you. <laughs> um, you want to see hippo boobs? You got it. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So a horror film, a slasher film, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, well, um, we did just watch uh, a, a trailer for P- Puppet Master, the original Puppet Master. Yes. <laughs> now, that, that's a slasher movie with puppets. Yes, that's got weird characters in it. Um, a little character with a knife called Blade, a little woman like Miss Leech. Um, it's like oh, it's really cool characters. And there's loads of, loads of them. They made a big series of them. They brought them back recently. Um, and Full Moon, I think it was Full Moon Productions, or if I've got that wrong, but they did um, other films like Demonic Toys, which have sort of um, mm-hmm. puppets in. And obviously, puppets appear in a lot of horror movies. You've got um, There's uh, an old Anthony Hopkins scary movie called Magic with uh, a, a weird ventriloquist dummy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're scary. Yeah. And uh, they appear in uh, Toy Story 4. They're quite scary in that. Um, but to get back to the, 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 the premise, uh, I mean, I, I'd like to see um, puppets in, in, a, in a few horror films. I think, like, uh, particularly, like, the old classics, like uh, Alien, for me, which is my favourite film, or The Shining, I think, could be quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see... Um... I mean, who would you keep? The, the, the chef, <laughs> the guy that gets killed with the, the, with the oh, spoilers, with the axe. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers, yeah. Um, would he be played? No. Oh, you keep him as a human? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say he could have been played by the Swedish chef. Birdie, birdie, hoody, hoody, from the Muppets. I love that guy. Um, and then he gets axed by Kermit. <laughs> yeah. Who was your favorite Muppet growing up? Um, you know, like I always loved Animal, but I, I, I have also been told that I pretty much am Beaker. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been told I look like Beaker. Uh, I always, I always connected to Gonzo, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was always sort of the misfit weirdo. And uh, Muppets from Space is a really underrated Muppets movie, actually. It's really cool. And that delves into Gonzo's uh, history a bit um, and what he is. Um, yeah. Sci-fi, <laughs> space. He's an alien, <laughs> but uh, spoilers. So, uh, any others? Should you put them up at ten and keep a human? Old boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who would you? Who, who would you keep? God, old boy. Um, I'd keep the main guy. Oh, oh God! I can really see him going yeah. through yeah. with hammers, with the hammer, like fucking whacking a load of muppets. Don't you want to see the hammer scene from Old Boy? <laughs> I do, but with muppets. And what about the twist? I won't give it away, but oh yeah, yeah. He gave birth. Like oh, yeah, well yeah. No, we can't. We can't. <laughs> but ma, oh, but oh, are we? Uh, yeah. Oh dear. If you know, you know. If you listen to this, if you know, you know. And you know, everyone's seen a lot of people seen Old Boy, have they? And not the uh, remake, which I haven't seen. It's 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 pointless. <laughs> <laughs> like it it's it's not it's not a, a bad film, but like it it's so similar, like visually, that I, I, there's no point in it being made. Hmm. Like, as I think anyone that would have um, that would that would be into like the American remake would already be more than happy to watch the original yeah like it i i I don't think that it 
you gain that much of a bigger audience. Anyway, we're talking about Old Boy in, a, <laughs> yeah. in an episode all about puppets. Um, I just love Korean cinema. But there's some that you could just have to avoid, I guess. Schindler's List. Oh, mate. Uh, Philadelphia. Things like that. Things that you just shouldn't touch with Muppets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, you know, yeah. get away from the pianist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, but <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club would be oh God. quite a um, different film. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that'd be si- similar to Meet the Feebles in a way. Uh, <laughs> what about big screen like outings for puppets we know and love, like Sooty and Sweep? Oh wow, yeah. I mean, there there were a lot of uh, there was a lot of puppetry in um, early nineties British TV, yeah. and it would be great to see some of them mm. uh, on on the bigger screen. You know, Rainbow. Earlier than that, yeah, Rainbow. Um, totally. Uh, George and Zippy. Uh, mm-hmm. What were mm-hmm. they getting up to? Bodger and Badger. Um, there was move. There was a there was a Big Bird movie from Sesame Street, and there's uh, there's been some Sesame Street movies, El- Elmo Land mm-hmm. and Grouchland, Elmo and fucking some Grouches and Grouchland, or whatever the little prick was doing. Um, there's been some good documentaries, one about Big Bird, which we need to watch. Yeah, no, I've actually seen that. It's oh, yeah. it's really really good. Um, it's 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 a great overview of the of the man's career. I mean, he he was a real he. He was a real artist, but he was a workman, and he was he was he was he was a good man. Like he 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 really believed in his work and had a lot of love for it. Yeah, I really I should have watched that, but I really really I'm gonna watch that. Um, the Elmo one was good, but isn't that guy a bit dodge? Yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure he's done something, done, done some terrible things. Yeah, so maybe oh, but Elmo, touch me, Elmo. No, um, oh, yeah, I think poor, that was one of the issues. Yeah, oh, I think Elmo might have dobbed him in. Elmo might have been there. I know he's the voice of Elmo. But... So Elmo technically... No, let's not think about this. <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> this, is, this is... What about if... Um, like, you know, like, Sooty... If you're into the world, what if, like, Sooty, Sue, Sweep, people like that, George, yep. Zippy, uh, Bungle, they're, like, actors. And what if, like, they were in films? Like, you know, the next Fast and Furious film stars Sooty and Sweep. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead uh, of Hobbs and Shaw, it's Sooty and Sweep. Yeah, yeah. Or um, what I'd really like to see is like a um, a Mike Lee drama or Ken Loach film. Yes. Uh, a gritty. Absolutely, yes. Imagine a gritty. Nil like, by mouth. I, Daniel Blake with puppets. Fucking hell. Yeah. I, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> um, just standing there. <laughs> um, you know, like, like Rita imagine. Rita Sue and Kermit too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about Ardman before. They used to do these fantastic sort of slice of life short films um, very early on in their careers um, where they just recorded people in like job centers and like community centers, just weird places. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they were just brilliant. This sort of uh, combination of animation and this grim realism. Uh, so I'd like to see that, you know, sort of puppets, maybe a bit black and white. A bit like the Angry Cornish Fisherman movie I watched last night called yeah, Bait, yeah. which you should all see. I've mentioned it again. Um, a black and white grim kitchen sink drama with puppets. Yeah. I'd love to see um, sort of like an old style uh, film noir, like a detective film noir, yes. but with puppets. Yeah. I think that would be really, really funny. I mean, they've done a lot of that in the Muppets and stuff. Great Muppet Caper, things like yeah. that. But um, I know what you mean. But totally. a feature length yes. would be really yes. nice. Um, a proper noir 
Um, I'm surprised Tarantino hasn't done anything with Muppets or puppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but uh, he could do. I'm saying it, it, it would work. What do you think Tarantino's puppet picture would look like? Puppet fiction. I mean, well, yeah, you could. I mean, going back to what we were talking about before, you could do the Muppets in his replace. It, it would Reservoir be dogs. really funny if he redid one of his own films, but using Muppets. He is the sort of director that could just do that, and he, people would be fine with it. It would be. Per- it would work perfectly like for Reservoir Muppets. Res- Reservoir Muppets keeping Quentin Tarantino uh, in the role. Yes, uh, and then the rest all Muppets. Yes, um, and there you've got. That would work completely. I, I I could genuinely see that being made. I mean, it would take him like a, a week to make that. You'd uh, yeah, you'd. Uh, I could so see him doing that. Kermit and Fozzie. Go on, Gonzo. do it, you mad bastard. He's not listening to this, is he? He might. He listens to a lot of podcasts. I imagine he's into movies. He might. He might. You know. I don't know if he, he would. He be pleased with. We did a whole episode devoted to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we were ho- that horrible about him. No, we, we I think we. I think I suggested that I wouldn't be okay letting leaving children around him. But. Yeah, I think we did call him a bit of a creep. <laughs> like, <laughs> a great filmmaker at times. What about? Um, do you remember Brian Connolly? Um, and he used to do "It's a Puppet." Yeah, I, I know. I am more familiar with people saying it's a puppet yeah. than Brian Connolly himself. Um, um, Basil Brush. Uh, he could have had his own film. The, you know, there's a lot of like British stars, sitcom stars, things having their own movies. Well, I've just got back from the Edinburgh Fringe, and Basil Brush is having had an amazing Edinburgh Fringe. Well, there you go. Surely a film is on the cards for him. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know whether he'd act in stuff or whether it'd be a film. He'd probably do his own film about Basil Brush, but he could easily act in Downton Abbey. Or, um, you know... Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, or, or like a Charles Dickens thing, or... The Crown. Yes, yes, I can see Basil Bush popping up in that. You know, no, people don't acknowledge he's a fox, he's just an actor. Yeah, yeah he's just playing one of the, the butlers. <laughs> Basil Butler. Wait, um, Bodger and Badger, as you said, you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um, Zig and Zag. Oh, yes, I can see them in a sci-fi film. Yeah. Directed... Um, by Ridley Scott. <laughs> and go back to Henson. Uh, Henson Studios made um, Storyteller uh, programs with John Hurt. They're all on, I think they're on Amazon or uh, you can you can watch them easily. Um, they're really good to check them out. So uh, there's always scope to do and there's a whole great Greek myths one as well. So there's the scope to do this sort of classical stories, and I think there's you know string had strings had a bit of that classicalness, the classical puppetry, right? Yeah, classical puppetry. Well, the art- yeah, yeah, because it's more like a, a marionette thing rather than like <laughs> a big fuzzy yeah, uh, yeah. muppet. Okay, uh, my pitch first this week. Uh, now, we're obviously doing puppets. Uh, I've got two ideas. Sorry, we're doing puppets. Oh, yeah. You've given an image to... <laughs> we're not, I'm not doing anything dodgy with a puppet or anything. I did say we were doing puppets, but I, I, I promise you I, it is consensual. And yes. <laughs> they're totally up for it. <laughs> yes. I did sleep with Miss Piggy once. Um, don't tell Kermit. <laughs> anyway, uh, my first idea is, uh, is actually a, a Muppet-related idea. Really? Yeah. 
one thing that I've always been, uh, I've always thought is a would be a good idea or a direction for the Muppets to go in is is um, exploration of single characters. Now I know uh, some characters have been uh, developed more than others, um, but I'd like to see some solo movies, right? Right. Um, so my idea this evening is Animal the movie. Yes. I mean, it has been done, as I was saying, with Sesame Street, that was all solo movies. You had a Big Bird movie, you had Elmo movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the Muppets are a more close-knit group. I mean, Sesame Street, those guys live on the same street. Uh, the Muppets are all colleagues, they all work together, they all, some of them live together. Um, they're family. Well, also, like I think that a lot of the differentiation is Sesame Street is very much a, a children's show, and Muppets is all ages. Yes, it's, it's more uh, family. Um, mm. and so there's some good adult jokes in there that you can get on and, and then the newer Muppet films were great um, for nostalgia and for a new audience yeah but my uh, my animal movie is basically about uh, his, his, his rise to fame in his own uh, sort of like his own rock group right uh, and, and I feel like he would have like a, a, a super group with him and it's sort of like a it wouldn't be too dissimilar to School of Rock. There's a uh, a battle of the bands involved. Well, is he because he's already in a band? He's in the um, Doctor Teeth guy. The, the the his his whatever they're fucking called. And there's there's like the, the Joni Mitchell looking guitar player and all the the, the saxophone guy. Yeah, guy. yeah. Um, is it that band or is this his own solo, solo music? Project? I feel like this is him going solo. Right. So we're doing a Robbie Williams from Take That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So you could have all at the beginning the tension within the band and then he sort of leaves and it's his journey. Yeah, yeah. Recording his own album. But then he joins up with, uh, with, with a few other uh, rock stars. Yeah. Uh, and they sort of form a super group. Human and, rock stars. Yeah, human right. rock stars, real ones. I mean, one we, of them, yeah. obviously Dave Grohl, is, is in this film. That's a, yeah, that's a given. And he's course. really, I think he's really driving it there. But yeah. like, you know, I, I, I was wondering who, who could play along with these guys, who, who would really enjoy playing along with them. Well, Obviously, the Muppets are known for having celebrity guests and whatever, mm-hmm. and a lot of bands have worked with them. Weezer have done videos. Yes. Um, so, you know, they'd always be on hand. Um, Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> obviously, uh, Elton John's worked with them a lot. Wow, yeah. Um, I mean, like, I think they've got, like, so they, they need to be, like, a proper, like, like a like a rock group. Yeah, I mean, have they gone into the um, the hip hop world much? Um, I don't oh, know if Eminem. A... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they need to do some work with Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah. NWA. Um, yeah, or go. Yeah, really. Like, uh, what about like Ramstein? Or um... yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was actually um, there was a Ramstein movie uh, in. In production in like the nineties, right? Uh, written and directed by Werner Herzog. Wow, uh, which just is—I mean, like, whoa—that sounds like it would have been great. I—I <laughs> I would pay gen like silly money to be able to see that. That is one of my dreams. Uh, wow. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, Animal the movie, yeah, just sort of like a quite quite a. Uh, a basic sort of battle of the band story. Uh, he he wins in the end, but I think ultimately um, all of the members of his band realise that uh, you know the bands that they were in are like yeah. they're they're their real bands and like they've had lots of fun together. But then they go back to their original bands and they're you know sort of ends dead happy. Yeah. They're they're all they're all back where they should be. Yeah. 
So sort of musical drama, music biopic kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like <laughs> I like it. Um, the the talking about like the Ramstein uh, film or whatever. There's a there's a Gwar. Remember them Gwar? Yeah, film um, with loads of like puppetry and big suits and stuff. Because oh, wow. obviously that's what they do. Um, and I've seen them live uh, many years ago. The singer's dead now, I think. Yeah, I was going to um, say. But I think they're coming back. I feel like they've replaced him and are I believe, have reunited. I believe they are doing something um, new. Uh, they were brilliant on stage. And it was just sort of like all these weird puppets and like big suits and all this gore and like heads ch- being chopped off. And yeah. Intestines I've, coming out. I've seen them and I definitely saw the Pope get beheaded. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that um, happened during their set. Yeah, yeah. I saw... Uh, yeah, I think Britney Spears was getting her guts taken out and stuff. It was fair enough. Know. Um, there were puppet vaginas, all I'm saying. But <laughs> so they made a great movie. Uh, it was like Phallus in Wonderland or something it's called, <laughs> and it's weird. Uh, so yes, um, I love the idea of your film. What what about? Different ventures for the different solo characters. Uh, Gonzo. Yeah. Um, I love the newer character, Pepe the Shrimp. Yeah, Pepe the um, Shrimp's great. He can have his own gritty movie um, where he's like dealing drugs or whatever. Um, we talked about this. Uh, the Swedish Chef. Yeah. I, I would love to see a Scandinavian noir. Oh, yes. Well, he's a detective. Yeah, he's the detective. Or he's got to help out a human detective. And, and it's like a culinary case thing. Yeah. And she has to go to the chef. And he's flirty, birdy, hurdy. <laughs> and he's chucking fish around and shit. I would love to see a genuinely, uh, like like a, a Scandinavian noir TV show a la uh, The Killing or The Bridge, yeah. played completely straight. But <laughs> the the lead character's <laughs> partner is the Swedish chef and like they, they don't it's he he's still going hurdy gurdy gurdy but like <laughs> yeah. everyone else is acting dead solemn and Scandinavian yeah yeah <laughs> he'll just like occasionally chuck the odd fish about on the <laughs> um, but you know quite solemnly <laughs> yeah that could totally I just, work I just want to see him interrogate a witness I mean like in Happy Time Murders there's a lot of detective stuff in that and that works and um, but obviously that's a comedy uh, I could totally see a more serious uh, cop drama <laughs> all puppets um, okay and now moving on to my second idea ooh. Uh, one idea that I would like to, to do because like I did in Joy parts of strings, it has to be said. I know I'm not its biggest advocate. Did you enjoy the artistry? I thought that, yeah, it's it's impressive the work that's gone into it. Uh, but for me, it's, it's the story that uh, I didn't connect with and really felt let down by. So I would like to see that like similar artistry used to retell classic stories. Like the marionette stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly those. Um... But so I basically I've come up with an idea. It's it's an old story, but it is it is a bit of a twist, right? It's sort of um, it's the story of Robin Hood, but it's told from the perspective of Maid Marian, um, and like it's it's basically about her, uh, and she's sort of like strong, um, independent woman living in medieval Nottinghamshire. Oh. Uh, I don't think it is a shire. Nottinghamshire? No, it is a shire. Nottinghamshire. I'm from Derbyshire. So um, sure. I, I, I have to be like negative about Nottingham at every, at every point. It's one of the rules. 
does Nottingham still have a sheriff, the sheriff of Nottingham? Yes, he is still like a thing. Wow. In fact, one of our friends, Jonathan Mayer, who is a comedian in Manchester, his husband was formerly the sheriff of Nottingham. What? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's married to the former sheriff of Nottingham. Is that cool? <laughs> wow. That's cool. Uh, but anyway, my story, it's uh, Robin Hood told from the perspective of Maid Marian. In this, you know, like a few things change and stuff. Like, I think um, ultimately, like, that, there's a lot of her saving Robin as opposed to Robin saving Marian, which, like in the original. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, uh, I, I did possibly maybe come to this uh, idea because I think the title Maid Marionette would be... Good. I see. Right. I see. Okay. You came up with that title and then you scrambled around. <laughs> w- would it be so wrong if I had, Mike? No, it's fine. I think I've, I have been guilty of doing that on numerous occasions in this podcast. But really, when you think about it, I can totally see this project working. Like, I feel like the, the marionette thing works very well for, like, medieval storytelling, fantastical, classical storytelling. Um, and also, like, I don't think it's miles away from movies like Brave um, or even bits of Shrek, really. Yeah, um, you yeah. know, with Princess Fiona. And um, I, I could totally see this um being enjoyed by the millions. So are we talking the beautiful marionette work artistry of uh, sort of strings and the stuff you see in Being John Malkovich? If you've seen that film, yeah. there's, a lot, there's a lot of marionette puppetry in that. Um, so are we talking the graceful, beautiful um, artistry of that? Or are we talking more like Thunderbirds, um, you know, big fucking... <laughs> strings and then when it with a close-up on the hands and it's like human hands or you know a bit blockier no no no. i want i want full-on artistry i want their faces to have been whittled if it doesn't look like their faces have been whittled we're we're not we're not whittling hard enough (laughs) whittle those faces now children (laughs) uh slave labor imagine all these kids i'm not accusing henson studios of that they're too nice but uh um or any of those, but all the people who made strings. But maybe, just maybe, they had a basement of little kids whittling wooden marionettes. Um, are they ready yet? Yeah, don't beat us. Uh, sorry, yeah. Um, so that's my idea, made I li- marionette. <laughs> I like it. Uh, the title is strong. <laughs> um, I think we can go into this to the meeting uh, and just say, "Yeah, guys, just get, lead with the lead with the title." Made marionette. Bang! We'll give you all the money. And if they want any more details about the movie, just shout the title again. Yeah. Because strings in two thousand and five or whatever was such a big hit, <laughs> <laughs> so many people saw it. Yes, here, have all the money. Make this movie. Um, but I'd watch it. Hey, listeners. Uh, sorry for the hard edit, uh, but between recording this episode and editing it, I remembered that I had a third idea. Uh, so I thought I'd just run that past you, uh, j- just between us two. Mike isn't here. Uh, my rabbit is to the right of me, so sorry if she's making a bit of noise. Uh, she's chewing a box. Uh, that sounds... Anyway... Um, my third idea is is actually quite similar to the kitchen sink puppet idea that we had a little bit earlier in the episode. I wanted to 
follow the story of Punch and Judy. Do you remember Punch and Judy shows? Like those seaside puppet shows that were genuinely terrifying and and literally about domestic abuse. Um, well, I wanted to do sort of like a, a modern updating of those characters. And uh, it, my story, it, it's just called Punch, right? And it follows Punch after the end of his marriage with Judy. Um, I mean, he went to prison for a while after his relationship with Judy. He was uh, he was convicted of of battery, uh, domestic abuse, um, a horrible man. Um, but but this film is about uh, the rehabilitation of of a bad person and how how bad people can through um, hard work and determination and the intervention of others um, can better themselves and become better people. Uh, you, you know, like I think it's uh, obviously his, his, his crimes are inexcusable, but this is a movie about a man who learns to repent and truly feels sorry for what he's done and, uh, you know, tries to live a better life. And if that isn't enough, he's got a pet crocodile in it. So that's my idea. Uh, let's get back to Mike with his truly harrowing idea this week. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, maybe my idea might be a bit fucked up. Oh. Um, we shall see. I don't know, maybe it's in the mood of... Um, I mean, we didn't even. It's been a while since I watched Meet the People, so that was um, fucked up. Uh, there's a film on Amazon at the moment, uh, Upworld, about a cop and a gnome. That's going to use his puppetry. Check that out. All right. <laughs> but uh, anyway, anyway, my idea. I'm going to put. Um, I, I think I'm going to use Movie Bong as sort of production company here. Get ready for Movie Bong Meat Puppet Theatre. Oh, right. Oh God. <laughs> no, this isn't anything like puppetry of the penis. Do okay. you know about? Do you know about puppetry I, of the I'm penis? I'm fully aware of puppetry of the penis. What is that like? Do they like puppet up their penises? They just fiddle and do weird shit with their penises. It is the run seal of penis puppetry. <laughs> like it, it, it is puppetry of the penis. That is what they do. Aren't they up at every Edinburgh festival? Have you seen them? Yeah, I don't think they've been up for the last couple of years. Or if they have, they've done like uh, shorter runs. But yeah, it used to be a, a bit um, a main staple of the the Edinburgh Fringe. Well, okay. Well, this isn't that, and it's not porn. <laughs> um, basically, um, there was a little fad, little trend recently um, where you could uh, resurrect stars with like holograms and stuff, like you had Tupac on stage and stuff like that. Yep. You know that. Um, so, what I'm saying is, is that we essentially um, unearth, dig up, um, the corpses of uh, great movie stars um, sort of manipulate uh, their bodies, gut them out, whatever, turn them into uh, sort of puppets, and then we get them again uh, in a whole new set of movies. Uh, now, obviously, you're going to the filmmaker's going to think, "Oh, well, I'm going to go straight for the big hitters. You let's get Marilyn Monroe, let's get Frank Sinatra." But I mean, realistically, their corpses are going to be pretty fucking desecrated yeah uh so um the best you've got a skeleton marionette marionette on your hands 
so we will have to go for more recent dead celebrities and actors. But we get them out. I mean, perfect, perfect ones. Bowie, you get him out. You get you one do of the lab- chuckles. Do Labyrinth again. Um, chuckles, yeah. Yeah, one um, of the Chuckle Brothers. That'd be good. Yeah, so you've got the living... Ch- the other living uh, Chuckle Brother so acting... I can, can finally do To Me To You again. Yes, acting against the reanimated... Well, not reanimated. You, you know, the, the animated corpse of his brother. Wait, um, wait. So, is the, so this isn't a movie. This is just a business plan. No, no, no. The, these are movies. These are like... It's getting actors and, uh, you know, dead stars and bringing them back. So, um, you, you know, pick a, a star that's died recently. Um, let's say uh, John Hurt has gone in recent years has he? yeah did he? yeah you want to google that? definitely died I mean I will but he's dead okay I think he did didn't he? it's just so well we lost so many um... <coughs> died two years ago alright yeah um, so you could bring John Hurt back but do you know what I, get, what I mean like, like so this isn't a single movie that you're pitching. This isn't a movie well, where some evil man is doing this. No, no, this no, This is no, you. No. This is your plan. This is us. This is some... Us? Oh, us. oh, I'm... Movie I'm, bong. I'm, uh, I want to... Uh, I'm want guilty to... now by association. <laughs> we can create our own Hollywood with, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, we we make... Uh, we bring back Alec Guinness uh, as a puppet. <laughs> um, right, we, yeah. We don't need you, McGregor. We've got him for Star Wars. Um, you've So... What do you think? The scope in there, right? So what? What are they? What are they made of? Well, they're made of uh, the meat puppets. They're made of human flesh. They're made of their own flesh. I would say so, but like um, taxidermy. I don't know if you've looked into much taxidermy. No, I um, haven't. I can't say that. I have. You do have to sort of add elements as you go along a lot. Right. So if you've got, uh, you know, uh, an old dead act- actor. You, everyone wants a new Philip Seymour Hoffman movie, right? Oh, mate. Mate, leave Philip alone. Okay. I mean, I'm just obviously we'd have to have the families he, and the He's estate. been through a lot. We'd have, to, we'd have to have permission to bring these people back. Yeah, I was going to say, you are like, you're, I don't feel like you're going to get consent from the, from the estates for this sort of project. Bruce Lee's family had a bit of a tough time recently with Tarantino. They did, they did. I can't see them letting you (laughs) (laughs) resurrect old man Bruce Lee. A new kung fu film. Um, Obviously, yeah, if you want to bring back the big stars, you're going to have to add your glass eyes, your your new paint jobs. You want to bring Clark Gable back. You want to do a remake of Gone with the Wind Mm -hmm. with the original cast, all reanimated puppet corpses. Got a lot of makeup on your hands. You've got a lot of artistry you're gonna have a lot of professionals a lot of the greatest puppeteers you can get get the guys who did strings maybe you could do it on strings or the henson company if you want to really gut the corpse out and use it as a sort of puppet and get your hands really fucking in there you know what i'm saying yeah kind of so it may appear grim but i think we we you know we we beat the grimness make a few rom-coms stuff like that kids films i do think there's that there's something here because like not only could you you know create your own films with these these meat puppets you could also um you've got to think about storage as well like because we're going to have quite a few of them um you could sort of 
like create your own sort of Madame Two Swords type exhibit where you exhibit them like whilst they're not being used, whilst they're not being filmed. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we've just made a new Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor movie mm-hmm. with their corpses. Yeah. Now here you go. Have them. Yeah. Exactly. So it's an extra <laughs> revenue stream. Right. Okay. I mean, this really works. No, we need to get um, on Dragon's Den. I think maybe we need to start small with uh, Animal Stars, maybe Lassie. Um, we could bring them back easy. Yeah. That's easy taxidermy, easy puppetry. Um, and then Harambe. We, yeah. And then we go um, work on the big stars. Um, let's bring John Belushi back. Let's get, you know, whoever, uh, Lawrence uh, Olivier um Mm -hmm. i mean you know there's no reason we can't um bring these people back and they can have successful careers as um gutted out meat puppets yeah yeah you don't have to pay anyone it's also quite the puppeteers you know because i feel like uh, at the moment we're we're having a lot of debates about physical effects versus cgi i'm very much about physical effects and what is more like this is physical effects isn't it (laughs) reanimating corpses this is what john carpenter would do like, he wouldn't have, like, CGI Carrie Fisher. Yeah. He would tick her up. <laughs> I mean... And animate her corpse. There's that story about when they made Poltergeist and... Um, Stan Winston? That's what he'd do. <laughs> they made Poltergeist and there's a bit when um, the the lead actress in it, it's Joe Beth Williams or Rita, whoever it was, um, is with all these corpses in a big pool and they apparently used real corpses. Um, as the story goes and that story has been known to be actually true um, because it was easier to get real skeletons or something Um, so uh, you know and that was produced by Spielberg and stuff and it it was his I think he gave the go ahead for that monstrosity to happen so I'm just saying we build on that we get more dead things in movies reanimate them um, for my entertainment could I make a suggestion of a production uh, for you to do? Go for it. Um, Re-Reanimator. Yes. So you've reanimated the cast of Reanimator, and now it's Re-Reanimator. Yes. It's just a shot-for-shot remake. Not sure if all of them are dead. I think um, the yeah, lead but, I mean, actor, like, you know, Jeffrey Coombs. You, you could kill him. Hey, hey, hey. All right, yeah, maybe that's a bit far. Movie Bong maybe. Meet Movie Bong Meet Puppet Theatre would not like to be affiliated with any sort of criminal activity <laughs> apart from grave robbing. Yeah, I was going to say. No, 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 but as you said, we have full consent from the estate and the family to take the corpses out, reanimate them, um, and, and then I guess, you know, they get a wage to the estate, the family get a wage, everyone's happy. I don't see the problem and why people want to crush my dreams of having a meat puppet reanimated corpse theatre. <laughs> I mean, they said this at my careers <laughs> advisors meeting at school. This has always been my dream. Um, and I've seen his collection. <laughs> I've just, I've always really been into puppets um, and, you know, and death. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, you know. You've got a new James Dean film. Oh, whoa. How is James Dean? What? Is it like one of those holograms? No, it's his real um, flesh. It's his, it's his corpse. Oh, let's go see that film. Meat puppet without a cause. Yes. Meat puppet without any innards because there's uh, a Scandinavian puppeteer inside me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, 
Yes. Right. I mean, it, it's an idea. <laughs> I do like it. I feel like there's a, you know, because it's, it's not just a movie. It's, no. it's I mean, it, it's, it's a way of life. It's a whole new Hollywood. It's a whole new industry. <laughs> you know, you're recycling actors. And you know what? In, in, a, in a world that is more aware of climate change and sustainability. Thank you. Maybe Mike Milling is onto something. Maybe we need to recycle the rich and famous. <laughs> we definitely do i mean is it what year was it i was planning on just eating them but uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know there, eat, are, there are more uses eat the rich uh what year was it when loads of celebrities and actors and everyone died uh, 2016 yeah i mean there was so much scope to just churn and back alan out rickman oh alan we need you back alan oh. if only your family and the estate would give us permission <laughs> to and Mike has written you letters. <laughs> I have written letters. Uh, and no real reply, which I think is, quite frankly, a bit rude. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just seeing the scope uh, for this to be a big business. As I say, we can start um, with animals. Uh, Pudsey died. Uh, the Britain's Got Talent dog. Oh, right, yeah. A good few years ago. He made a movie. Um what, recently? Uh, Did you reanimate him? Well, no, but we could if my... I mean, he, he would be one of the early projects, yeah. uh, potentially. Um, I'm just saying start little, and then we bang him out, and then you've got Orson Welles, mm-hmm. um, you know, in a new um, Fast and Furious movie, but, like, puppet, meat puppet, you know, as a villain. Can you see my dream? Yeah. Although, and I feel like this is a step too far, but now all I can think about is like. <laughs> Come on, just say it. Like if we ever did find Maddie. <sighs> yeah. Like with your new process, shall, shall, shall we call it, you know, we could, we could finally make like a like quite an accurate reconstruction and You'd you, know, like... you know maybe maybe that would give some people in this world closure so if they do find her but not uh, alive yeah you'd like to make a reconstruction mate this is your idea well i didn't go this far <laughs> well i feel like this is your idea i was sticking to Hollywood actors making a whole industry. I mean... Like, I know right now in this podcast it's gone weird, but <laughs> this is... It was your idea. So is is this your fault? I mean, I did say movie bong, and that is both of us. But the meat puppet idea was definitely... I know, but I feel like... I feel, I feel like I'm definitely blameless in this. No, I feel like I, I've created a monster. I feel like... <laughs> Mary Shelley or Dr. Frankenstein <laughs> um, uh, and I'd like to leave the movie bong Meep Up Theatre production uh, immediately uh, <laughs> le- leaving you in charge now um, I wasn't ready for this <laughs> I feel as though I don't think any of us were ready for this episode <laughs> I feel as though I had a solid idea and you somehow corrupted it um, and I'd like Alan. I corrupted you stealing the corpses of of dead celebrities 
Yes, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna give the people joy. Oh look, there's a new Wizard of Oz film with all the original cast. <laughs> <laughs> Judy Garland's back. Yes, she's polished up. We pop some glass eyes in there. She's got new teeth. Um, and you know, and there's yes, yeah, several Scandinavian puppeteers. Um, working on. Well, you only need one. She's she was small. Um, but yeah, yeah. And you fucked it. You corrupted it, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely my fault. It is. Um, anyway, uh, moving forward, I know, I know I'm know. i not sure what we are doing next. Did you know what we're doing next? I don't know. I'm just thinking about reanimating Christopher Lee's corpse. <laughs> um, no, no, uh, what are we doing next? I don't know. Well, obviously, each week we do a different theme or genre or actor or director, and we come up with crazy movie ideas. Crazy movie ideas. Um from those suggestions. I mean, we were thinking about going into the Rambo franchise. The new one's coming out uh, soon enough, so we should probably get there. Um, I don't know whether we might have time to get a quick one out before it. Yeah, maybe. We shall see. Um, What about black and white grainy dramas about Cornish fishermen? Oh, mate. With the sound dubbed over in post-production and, and, the, and the film lovingly handcrafted by uh, a genius. Um, <laughs> what about those kind of films? Because go see Bait now. It's amazing. All right. I think uh, you've definitely got your, your message out there. We could do <laughs> we could do a more like a British drama or a drama episode. Yeah, we could. No, totally could. Uh, and if there are any ideas that you at home have, uh, you know, tweet us, Facebook us, uh, join Movie Bond Collective, which is our group on Facebook. Um, and, you know, look after yourselves, stay hydrated, and don't run into oncoming traffic. Yeah, and um, and, and grave digging isn't... I, I, I don't want to promote grave digging. If you are going out tonight after listening to this, if that's a usual thing, I, I just... I don't want to be a poster boy for it. No, but like we did try it earlier in the week, and it turns out it, it is very tricky. Uh, like, we forgot to bring a torch, so... Yeah, and uh, the authorities, they don't like you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like Converse. It's its not a thing you, you should really be doing in Converse, and I, I only really own Converse. Yes, I did it naked. Yeah. I mean, you were wearing Converse. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's, he's not completely mad. Yeah, but not on my feet. <laughs> <laughs>